It is the most magical place on earth. This is Irrational Confidence, a conversation about sports, technology, and entertainment. All right. I woke up late this morning. Sorry. You did? I'm, What's I'm I'm still kind of sleepy. What's late for you? Uh 845. 8:45 is late for you. Okay. Yeah. What's, er, what's yeah. early for you? Early for me would be like 5:30. Okay. How often do you get up early? Never. <laughs> How What was that? Uh, my phone was vibrating. <laughs> Your phone. Uh, yeah, that's that's what we're going to tell our listeners. Um so, so <laughs> never, nary do you get up that early, but... Oh, it's very, very rare. But frequently, you get up that late. No, I wouldn't say frequently. Okay. I would say maybe a quarter of the time. Is your, maybe. is your daughter up by then? Oh, yeah. They were gone. They had a thing they had to go to. <laughs> it was just me and the dog. <laughs> they're up. They're eating breakfast. They're getting they ready. Gone. They're changed and gone, and you're still asleep. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nice. So, uh, I do have to get up or, um, uh, we can, we can, uh, talk about it later, I guess, but, uh, we're not going to have a, a episode for a couple of weeks because next weekend I am driving the family to Disney world. Oh, wow. And I have to get up to get there at a decent time. We have to get up and leave here at like two 30 in the morning. Yeah. When is that on Friday? Uh, we're leaving Saturday. Saturday. The kid is leaving with her grandparents on Friday. Gotcha. Because they're picking up my niece on the way. So wait, so you are driving all the way to Disney without a kid? Yeah, that's like heaven. Yeah. Well, we're gonna meet them on the way and like have lunch and stuff. But yeah, she'll be in the other car. <laughs> so. How did you swing that? That's amaze balls. <laughs> well, they were like, "Well, we gotta go by and pick up your niece, so we're gonna leave the day before." And and do you want us to take Beatrix? And I was like, "Shit, yeah, I want you to take Beatrix." Nice. Of course I do. <laughs> why wouldn't Good that for you uh so yeah nice job there well done well done by you and also just some real-time uh news and news and follow-up uh if you hear my dog going ape shit during the recording it's because they're coming home and she goes shitty crazy when they get home so wow but she'll so. she'll grow out of that right the dog <laughs> yes the Jesus dog. christ she's already she's eight this year wow <laughs> she ain't growing out of shit um so we got a little bit of news yeah, we do. So what's on the we, we got quite a lot actually. On, oh yeah, well it's been a couple of weeks. That's it. It, it uh, tends to uh, to back up, you know, the system a little bit. <laughs> it does. It's like it's like eating a whole block of cheese. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we get we got a lot of news, and we got uh, a small agenda piece, but with a lot of info in it, and we got to tear through it because we've got a deadline. Yeah, it's de- we're deadline ish. We're not. That's we're not. That's not a hard stop. Uh, but, uh, you know, I like to, I like to at least give you some boundaries when we talk. <laughs> That's a very good thing. <laughs> Especially when the agenda item is, uh, relating to, uh, your favorite fruit. So, um, it is, it is, you, you, you know, sometimes I love you, but you can, uh, you can punt, you, to- you can expound and pontificate I, for, I can. for I can. Uh, enormous amounts of time to the, to, I need to infinity and beyond. I need restraint. I heard that about you. As long as you have a safe word, you're okay by me. Uh, so what's on the agenda? Mm. Uh, so we're not going to talk about the Red Sox. Okay. That's good. Um, That's good. Due to lack of interest. <laughs> and um, 
we're, we are uh, going to talk about some entertainment stuff, uh, music and movies and oh, all kinds little, of TV stuff. Little potpourri. Yeah, and then we've got our fruit-related agenda. A little sprinkle here, a little sprinkle there. Yeah, a dash O stuff. Okay, let's do it. Uh, so, uh, news and follow-up item number one. And this was something that you told me about, and I jumped on it as soon as you did. Uh, you can get Pearl Jam bootlegs now. Yeah. I guess they're not technically bootlegs since they're legitimate. Yeah, I don't but... know how that... Yeah, I guess they were... I don't know if it's like fans that are have the rights to set that up, or they coordinate that with... Uh, the recording each, sounds uh, so good that it's got to be like, like sanctioned by them. Yeah, maybe they have someone that follows them around to most of the venues. I mean, and records it's for so them. good. It's almost like like somebody's plugging straight into the mixer and recording it. It sounds that good. Um, but anyway, they're they're Pearl Jam bootlegs live concerts available for purchase on iTunes. They're ten ninety nine a piece. Is that right? Uh, yeah, and, which is um, a hell of a good deal for the Charlottesville show that we were at, uh, 37 we were, songs. yeah. The, the Charlottes, that's the only one I bought was the Charlottesville one from October of last year yeah. that we were at. 37 tracks, like you said, which I think two of them were just like him talking to the audience, but still, it's still 37 tracks. And uh, it's 174 minutes, like almost three hours worth of music for 11 bucks. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, good deal. Good deal. But, I bought the shit out of it. But I don't. <laughs> yes, you did. But I, you know, it's got to be. There's got to be some discrepancy because there's other live albums on iTunes, and I have. There are, I, know yes. I have at least one of them. I think I have the live in Chicago, which is a really good two disc. So there's got to be a, some kind of discrepancy between what they consider a bootleg and what they consider their live album. Um, but I can't, for the life of me, f- you know, figure out a difference. Uh, obviously, once it, you know, they remaster it in iTunes, uh, it sounds lovely on the ear holes. Yeah, it's a great deal. It's a really, really good deal. So, hell of a good deal. Um, Highly recommend it. Yeah, I I can't recommend it enough, and I can't thank you enough for bringing it to my attention. You are welcome. Obviously, you know, I think any of the shows that you have the privilege and the pleasure of being at live, you know, is special to you, especially when they had the opportunity to spend that time with the audience and different stories and stuff. And so now it's almost, you know, it takes you back. So yeah, exactly. Uh, it felt really good listening to. I it. think if you were at the show, uh, you would want a copy of that show. I think I would if I was a big fan of the band, and you could have that. I mean, yeah, some bands interact more with the crowd than others, um, and so I would put Pearl Jam up there with the best of them. So it was pretty cool to have the exact show we were at and kind of remember it, you know, all over again for yeah. the end of time. It was really cool, and like when he brought the kids up on stage oh, yeah. and all that, it was really really cool. Yep. So, yeah, it was it was awesome. If you've seen Pearl Jam, go get your concert that you saw him. It's really cool. There you go. Uh, or get the one that we were at, because that's cool. It was too. a good one. And you can say, hey, those guys were at they, this I concert. You know, it was interesting. Uh, I could hear you, but I couldn't hear me. Right. You, you were one I seat heard, closer. I heard Eric Bolin on Corduroy. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. Yeah. They're... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I didn't realize, like, how once I was listening to it again, how much of my favorite Pearl Jam songs that they actually played at that show... I think when you're yeah. in the moment and it's just like, oh, this is awesome. This is great. But uh, looking back on it and re-listening to it, I was like, wow, they played literally some of my favorite Pearl Jam songs. And uh, seriously, so yeah, they I did. was uh, very excited about it. Um, OK, so moving on. Yeah. So uh, num- we're going to head into some uh, some TV stuff. OK. Uh, Penny Dreadful. They renewed it, apparently. Yeah, so feel free, uh, all of you people on the fence that are afraid to watch a new show for lack of renewals. Um, 
feel free to watch it. It renewed for season two already. Yeah, it's I you you begged me to start watching it, and I started watching um, season one last night. And it was really good. Yeah, right. Yeah, I I really enjoy the uh, Victorian London monsters, like classic literary characters. Uh, it's interesting. It it is. It's very interesting, but it's a lot of fun too. Yeah. It's just a fun show. Yeah, and Ava Green. Very nice. And you uh, alerted me to someone from, I guess, after looking her up, uh, she's in Doctor Who? Or she yeah, was, she was, was in Doctor Who, I guess. The first few seasons of the reboot of Doctor Who that started in like 2007-ish, okay. um, she was the companion. Billy Piper, she's in it. Uh, I'm a big Billy Piper fan. She's super cute. Yes, she is. Um, so, um, yeah, she's in it. Um, and... All it's just all around well done, well acted. I like it. It's good. Definitely gonna watch more of it. Excellent. I yeah. highly recommend it. Showtime, Showtime, uh, anytime app I think is called. But uh, check out Penny Dreadful and uh, look forward to. I think it's really only gonna be like seven or eight episodes this season. So I think so. Yeah, I think I saw on IMDb that it's. Mm-hmm. I want to say eight, but I I could be. Yeah. I don't so check out Penny Dreadful and Showtime. I uh, I think it's uh, it's a winner. Yeah. And speaking of streaming TV shows, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've got uh, Sherlock is now up on the Netflix, right? Yes, it With, is. Uh, season three. Yes, it is. As of this past Monday, uh, Sherlock season three up on Netflix. And then I don't know if you saw, but uh, they also have the rights to a bunch of extras. Is that on Netflix also? Yeah, it's only on Netflix, apparently. Oh, cool. Um, and let me look here. What this? I'll look at the bonus content right here. But uh, it's a bunch of interviews and casting stuff. Let me read you here. Uh, okay. And because Sherlock Holmes, Holmesies, and the Cumberbitches just can't get uh-huh. enough of the BBC series, fans can also check out Unlocking Sherlock, a one-hour behind-the-scenes uh, feature that examines the process of making the entire series... The creators, as well as the cast, share their insight uh, on all this bonus material, blah, blah, blah. The streaming service has exclusive rights to the drama, but also uh, three making-up specials. So that one, Unlocking Sherlock, um, and then three other ones, I guess, called Sherlock Uncovered, follow each of the episodes. Wow. Interesting. That sounds cool. So there you go. So uh, check out Sherlock Season 3. If you've seen it, you probably want to see it again. And check out the bonus uh, features on Netflix. Yeah. And uh, I did read somewhere that, uh, crap, what's his face? Stephen Moffat is, um, he's starting work on the next one. Excellent. So I guess they're working out uh, everybody's schedules. Yeah, well, it looks like Martin Freeman will be finishing up Fargo in a couple episodes. So he'll be be free. God damn, that's a good show. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So good. Excellent. Very good. Uh, did you have you? Are you all caught up on Fargo? Yeah, yeah, I'm all caught up on Fargo. So the jump, yeah. right? I mean, the big jump at the end of this episode. Yes, and t- in Was the timeline, it, uh, the timeline, a year, yeah, a year, a year, a year later? in the future. Yeah, she's Molly's pregnant, and Molly and Gus, and they're married, and uh, the daughter has like this lesbian haircut. <laughs> like she should be on. She should be on. Um, uh, on she's HBO new, on girls. She's the new Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. So Fargo is cool. great. Should, that's another show that should not be missed. It's so, so good. And uh, since it's on FX, if you, I don't know about other, I'm sure other cable companies do it too, but I know if you have Comcast, you can watch all of them on, on demand. 
So I believe it's all of them. I think it's all of them. Yep. Yeah, you can on the FX on yeah. the FXX or FX Now app or whatever. Yeah, you can watch it on there too. Yeah. yeah. And if so. you know someone that has Comcast, you can also do that. You know, I don't know anyone that has Comcast or who has <laughs> access to Showtime. Um. Uh, so our last bit of uh, TV news, uh, True Detective season two, we found out this was a while ago. We found out, but I don't think we talked about it, um, that there's going to be three leads uh, in the, I guess, three detectives, I guess. I don't we don't really know three leads and it's going to take place in California. Huh. There you go. So how cool is that? Pretty cool. Uh, I guess as cool as knowing not anything but those two things are. But uh I also saw that Matthew McConaughey is open to coming back. I would love for him to come back, at least for, you know, for like a. You know, he I he may know, not, yeah, he may not be the titular character, but uh, <laughs> he will have he could have some kind of bit part, and we would yeah. we would love it. Uh, and and because it's uh, what do they call it? Uh, um, shit. Um, anthology. I forget what they, anthology. An anthology. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because of that, it, we would probably not be playing the character he played in the first season. I'm okay so, with that. Yeah, I'm fine with Although, that. I did. Those are um, really good. I can't wait for the DVD. I don't want to watch it again until it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah, and, I want to see it on Blu-ray. You know, I watched it, the I've watched it twice all the way through, and you know, I want I want the third time on uh, on the Blu-rays. The Blu-rays. Yes. Um, speaking of Matthew McConaughey, I finally saw Dallas Buyers Club last night. Yeah, what'd you think? Oh my God, that's a yes, good it movie. Is. Oh, Jared Leto. Unbelievable! Right? Wow. Him and Jared Leto are amazing yeah, in that dude. movie. So crazy, good. so so good. Yeah, it's a good movie. movie. You, you definitely got to be in a mood for it. Oh yeah, we had been putting it off. Yeah, uh, we it, it had come up on the iTunes where you could rent it for a while, and we were like, yeah, well, let's wait until we're in the mood for it. And last night we finally watched it after the kid went to bed, and oh man, it's so good. That's probably so that's probably good. a good time to watch it after the kid goes. We to couldn't bed. decide how is this for uh, for. Our Friday, our exciting romantic Friday night. We couldn't decide between Dallas Buyers Club and A Normal Heart on HBO Go. Ooh, yeah, we were in that kind of you mood. We were last in that night. kind of mood. Ugh, it was dark. <laughs> <laughs> there was a cloud hanging over House Ford. <laughs> it was, there was a death. Is that cloud. your That's sigil? The, had... the rain cloud. That's the yes, sigil of House Ford. It's a cloud over a sofa. <laughs> and and, uh, and a, like a UPS package on the doorstep. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a pile of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, True Detective, it will be coming back with three leads and it will be in California. Excellent. So, there you so go. stay tuned. I wonder, I guess maybe they are looking at a similar timeline of January for. I think probably, for yeah. Premier. Premier. Yeah. I think you're right. Okay. So, okay. stay tuned. I'm sure we will talk about that uh, when we know more. Next up, yeah. Next up, uh, we got we got a little bit of movie news. Ooh, very very quick do. movie news. Uh, yeah, we do. We don't know a whole lot of the details other than uh, they've got new two new cast members in Star Wars that weren't in the big picture because um, they just got cast. Uh, we got Lupita Nyong'o. I don't know how to pronounce her name, uh, and I apologize if that's incorrect. From twelve but twelve years a slave. Twelve years a slave, and she's in the new movie Nonstop. Um, beautiful actress and i haven't actually seen her in anything yet because i haven't seen 12 years a slave because we were on aids last night not slavery <laughs> um uh but she, for everything i've read about her she's an incredible actress and so she's been cast in star wars and a uh, friend of the show gwendolyn christie has been cast oh, she's yeah. uh brianne of tarth from game of thrones yes and she's also in the uh the two mockingjay movies Oh, interesting. Parts one and two. Parts one and two. So, Excellent. Yeah. 
So both of them have been uh, uh, cast in the new Star Wars movie, which is apparently already filming. Or, yeah, they're already filming it. There you go. So, so is... Well, let's talk about this. So Nupita Leong, whatever her name is, is she mm-hmm. like Mace Windu's daughter? That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, that would be pretty badass, right? Or I guess maybe yeah. she'd be a little young. How old is she? I don't know how old she is. There, I could look it isn't up. It, I don't know. How many years in the future is this? Is it, wasn't I think, it supposed to be like 30 years or some crazy shit? I think... I You know, I'm not sure because at one point they were talking about 30 and then... But like... Yeah, I guess it would be 30 because like everybody's old now. So I guess, maybe, yeah, I think it's like 30 I guess maybe you could make the point that he didn't necessarily have her right when the other movie ended. You know, she could still be his daughter. He just like he didn't die, right? Did he die? I thought he did die because oh. I thought it was like that would, uh, he that would he told George Lucas that he wouldn't do it unless he had a good death scene. Uh, so I guess like he that. died in maybe Attack of the Clones, or did he survive to Return of the Sith? I, or revenge, honestly, me, I, revenge of the, the Sith. I couldn't tell you. It's been so long since I've seen those. Huh. So yeah, that may uh, that may movies. make it difficult for him to father a child if he's like cut in half. Unless they like, unless he went to like a galactic sperm bank. They like it's a midichlorian bank. Midichlorian bank. <laughs> <laughs> Cooked up a cocktail. Oh, a Lupita oh. Nyong cocktail. Oh man. Whew. Pyong Pyong Chang. Uh, Wow. You know, I was just looking back through like some of my pictures and where I sent you that screenshot of Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang. Oh, it's like a this is like Coming an up. audio hate crime. Winter, Winter Olympics, right? Twenty eight Winter Olympics. Twenty eighteen. I read speaking of the Olympics, I uh I read to where that they were talking about uh if Rio's not it's Rio, right? If they're not ready for the Olympics, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna reopen uh all the venues in London and do it there. Why isn't Rio ready? Apparently they just got they haven't they're not finishing stuff. They're too busy on those movies, those damn bird movies. Yeah, that's what it is. It's they put those birds in charge. Rio and Rio Two, and they're like, wait a minute, what? We have the Olympics coming in two years. Shit, fuck. Uh, so that was your movie news. Uh, with uh, Lupita and Gwendolyn gonna be in Star Wars. Uh, and then I got one last bit of news before we head. They're kind of they're kind of asked to uh, do a lot because aren't they already starting to film? Yeah. They're like, yeah. commit and memorize your shit. Hurry up. Yeah, here's here's the script. Get to work. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because so, Brienne uh, will have to start filming Game of Thrones soon, right? Unless they kill her. I don't think they're going to kill her. I don't think she dies. Yeah. At least in the what I've read so far. No, but who knows what they're going to do in the book. I mean, what they're going to do true. in the series versus what she's they probably, do in the book. She's probably going to be raped by Jamie Lannister. <laughs> Wow, uh, he's a good uh, guy now. Stay, stay, stay away from him. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, he's trying. So uh, I got one last bit of news and follow up that will kind of lead us into our agenda. Okay. Um, uh, previous picks from the uh, the old podcast here. You and I picked uh, Leo's Fortune and Monument Valley as our picks. We did. Uh, was it last time? Time before? I can't remember which show it was. It was. It was but, a special uh, time. It was a special time. I remember it fondly, although I don't remember which episode it was. <laughs> Um, but both of those games have been picked for Apple Design Awards. Excellent. So clearly they're listening to the podcast and taking our recommendations. Is this something that gets handed out like monthly, quarterly, yearly? Yearly at the oh. at the design conference, at the developer oh, conference. Oh, so I from mean. last week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just this week. Wow, so, so uh, um, they are listening. They are listening. They listened to the episode and they decided that those two games were, uh, were worthy. Uh, if they were worthy of picks on this podcast and they were worthy of design awards. So Well, I heard that next year they're gonna give us some passes and we're gonna actually do a live stream. Yeah, we're getting we're getting press passes. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna we're gonna hang out with Tim Cook before the show 
It's going to be great. No, I don't want to hang out with Tim Cook. I want to hang out with the... Do you want to hang out with Craig? No, I want to hang out... What's the, the dude with the f- cool accent? What's Johnny Ive? Yeah. I want to hang out with Johnny Ive. <laughs> the dude with the cool accent. Yeah. I wanna ha- that's, that's what's written on his uh, office door. I want to hang out with Johnny says- Ive. He seems like a fun guy. We'll make that happen. Seems like he uh, drinks like really dark beer and plays darts. I'm sure he does. There you go. I'm sure he does. That exactly. Uh, so are you ready to head into our uh, our fruit fruit topic? I feel like agenda? I feel like we're already there. We kind of are already so there. So they're yeah. good. So let's see how see how I did that smooth, with the uh, smooth transition. <laughs> just like you are, just like how you are with the ladies. Yep. Yep. <laughs> smooth transition. So do it. WWDC. Yeah, so we had the... That is uh, the Worldwide Developers Conference? It is indeed. It's Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference. It was in San Francisco this week. Started on Monday. So is it pretty much like uh, a thank you for the developers and here's all the new shit and here's how to make your shit better? Yeah, pretty much. You just hit... Okay, we're done here. Awesome. Hey, this is Brandon (laughs) uh, for Nicholas. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm sorry. I know you. I'm, I'm being a. I'm being a bastard. You. Uh, you did oh, some prep work. So, uh, uh, so it. yeah. Uh, um. Basically, like I watched the keynote live. Okay. Of course. Of course. Just, um. Just and you're a developer. Uh. Well, we'll get into that. Um. <laughs> so I watched the keynote and I watched the um the state of the platforms talk, which happened later in the day. Um. Because it turns out. You don't have to be a developer to be an Apple developer. Like you don't have to actually develop anything. You just have to sign up for their developer program. And that's like how you would get like betas and stuff. Um, in that, well, I guess not the previously, cause you couldn't get them before unless you were like in the hundred dollar a year developer track. But, um, but I can get access to all the videos. So I got to watch some of the extra ones. Um, but the most important stuff is really in the keynote. So I'm going to, if it's cool with you, I'm going to break it down by, uh, mostly iOS eight. Cause that's what most You're people gonna, are going to be interested in. Can we get some break it down music? Break it down music. Now I'm in the mood. Now, now see now, now you're ready. I'm doing the bull dance. I'm feeling the flow, up and down and around. There you go. Bags are packed. Um, send him home. <laughs> so I'll go over. There's a. I got a lot of stuff on iOS eight, and then a little bit on uh, some other stuff. So um, I'm I'm only going to talk really about stuff that people are actually going to care about because there's a lot of like developer stuff that regular people aren't going to give two shits about. But um, so I'll start on iOS eight, and it's coming this fall. Um, so here's some stuff that you can get excited about. Are you excited? Do you, can you tell? Can yeah, you, you're excited. Can you feel the love tonight? Feel it. Feel it. Okay. So, uh, I'm just going to go, uh, go over this stuff. Okay. So coming in <laughs> no, iOS you sound 8. so excited about it. I'm super excited. I'm super thrilled. I'm on the edge of my seat, literally. Um, so coming this fall in iOS 8, we're going to have actionable notifications, which is really cool. So instead of a uh, notifi- notification coming up and you click on it and it takes you to that app. Mm-hmm. 
or if you don't click on it, it goes away and you can never find it again. We're going to have actionable notifications where you can quick reply to messages. You can decline or accept calendar invitations. Um, They gave the example of like if somebody tags you in a Facebook post, uh, you can get a pop up on that and you can like it or comment on it right in the notification. So still stuff like that. Um, There's this new feature between iOS 8 and the new OS X, OS 10 called continuity it has this other thing called handoff and basically what it means is anything you're working on uh whether it's an email or a document or a web page anything like that that you have up on one device is instantly accessible on the other device so if you're working on a on a uh, pages document it'll be and you on your ipad and you go to your mac it'll be there ready for a lot like the safari felt like the safari sync was with like the windows and tabs and stuff yeah, a lot like that, but better. So, so every, and everything so, that you knew about that, but better. But better. So there's that. Um, this is really good. Um, uh, there's some updates to messages. They're doing these new quick voice messages. So instead of typing something out or trying to get Siri to type something out for you, you can actually record a quick voice message to send to somebody. What? Yeah, what, what? it's really cool. Yeah, I know. And then uh, the other thing is, and so these like voice messages aren't piling up in your on your system. They are by default. I don't know how, what the time is, but they'll delete themselves after a certain amount of time unless you save them. Oh, it's like Snapchat, where so they can yeah, use it for kind of like they can use yeah. it for like sex talk and stuff, and it will stay around. I mean, well, I mean that's basically what you and I do anyway. But this now it'll delete. So itself. this shows up um, in your voicemail box. No, it'll show up in the messages. Oh, in the messages. Thread, yeah. Good. I like that. So because it'll be like inline. Oh, I like that because it's not linked any, anywhere at all to the carrier because that's what annoys me to no end about the voicemail on the iPhone because I would like to have, you know, like a separate message or anytime I'm go- I go like on vacation or somewhere that I'm out of the field and I want to change my message but then go back, I have to re-record every single time. Because everything is all the voicemail stuff is managed apparently by your carrier and not by yeah, not by Apple generally. or the iPhone. So I, you know, I, I'm like seriously, it's 2014. We can't have multiple messages. <laughs> like I can't have, you know, I'm serious. I can't have an out of office message for work or whatever, or a vacation message, or you know, I mean, I just think that's I just think that's dumb. But apparently, it's all because of everything is still connected through with Sprint and Verizon in terms of control. Thanks, Verizon. Yeah. So anyway, but I. Long story short, I like that that feature. Yeah, so maybe it's really uh, cool. You know, then maybe that'll be good. Uh, the other thing, and this will, will it be look, good will for it look differently. Uh, Wait, it's something you have to click on. It'll have like a play button. I, I'm probably yeah. It'll probably show up. Why don't up you like know little, everything? Like, Waveform, and you click on it, and it plays. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other cool thing about messages, you can now. This is good for anybody who is friends with Eric Bolin. Uh, you can leave or mute a message thread. So if you get a mass message asking you if you want to go play golf tomorrow <laughs> and you can't, you, should, you can just mute it and you won't get any more notifications about that. Will he know that you are muted and or le- no, and he have won't. left? Because that happens, you know, or you don't know with Facebook, but, you know, people send you like a mass like Facebook message and then you can leave the conversation. But it, sh- it says right. so-and-so has left the conversation. In this case, I don't think so, because I think what it does is it's purely software. So like the Verizon system thinks you're still getting those messages, mm. but your device is saying he doesn't want to see these messages anymore. Touche, Dr. Ford. So it's just the device. Excellent. 
How cool is that? Very cool. So, uh, so you get that. I um, love muting. I, I've been using the mute a lot more on Twitter. Yes. Mute is, mute is phenomenal. Yes. Uh, quick type is this new, uh, predictive text with context aware suggestions. And this is really cool. So, uh, so you know how you get like little pop-ups now when you're typing on your phone, the autocorrect. Yeah. Well, this is building on that, but it's better. Like when I, when it wants me to say ducking and I never, I never want to say ducking. A word that nobody has ever said ever. So in this, the, the uh, example he gave was if your wife sends you a text and it says, do you want uh, pizza or Chinese for dinner? And it will give you like if you start typing, I want it'll pop up pizza and Chinese and you can just click on which one you want. It reads the previous message and gives you context aware typing. Huh? How cool is that? Interesting. Yeah. And then it does a lot of other like context aware stuff like I'm at and it, it can pull up your location, stuff like that. So uh, that's really cool. OK, so we'll move on to photos. OK, huh? uh, I'm sure you take a lot of photos with your with your information phone. I do my information telephone. Yeah, your information telephone. Now, every photo is going to live in iCloud and you can pull it down to your device whenever you want. The photo stream is going away, but it's not really going away. It's just the name is going away and it's going to just be photos in your iCloud and there's not going to be a limit on it anymore. You can put all of your photos in there and the um, the question, of course, then becomes, well, how much storage space do I have? And what they're doing is with iCloud storage, they're changing the storage plan. So five gigabytes, which is what everybody starts with now, is still going to be free. Uh-huh. If you want to go up to 20 gigabytes, which just happens if you go over five gigabytes, you'll get a pop up and it'll say, do you want to upgrade to 20 gigabytes? 20 gigabytes. Are you sitting down? This is so expensive. 99 cents a month. That's not bad at all. That's actually bad at all. Isn't that cheaper than what they're charging now? It's way cheaper than what I think they're charging charging like 25 bucks now because I almost was at the point where I had to purchase uh, that amount because of the fact that I had an iPad and a phone on one of my cloud accounts. Yeah. I had to stop backing up my iPad because I was getting too close to it. Yeah. But when I, I guess, you know, when I, uh, got a new battery, it deleted some, I mean, I had synced some of these photos and so they're ended up in the photo stream on my Mac anyway. So, um, yeah, but it knocked me down considerably so that I, uh, don't have, I have enough room here to still have the five gigabyte. So I'm covered for now. So we'll see. I may be purchasing a little bit more of a bigger iP- or iPhone when it comes out, depending on what the options are. Yeah, I've, I'm probably, I've always gotten the smallest yep. iPhone. I think I'm going to bump up to the next one in the fall. Yeah. Um, I just, I just yeah, never so, want to have that problem. I mean, I don't need to get the largest thing, but. I, yeah, I just don't want to have to think about yeah. it. But, you know, it may, it may be a foregone conclusion. I don't know, because who knows where. Usually, you know, when the new iPhone comes out, they may start it at 32 gigabytes and. Maybe that's yeah. Very well could be that they bump everything up. So, so. we shall see. Um, so twenty, like we said, twenty gigabytes is going to be ninety nine cents a month, twelve dollars a year. Okay. Two hundred gigabytes, so ten times more. You don't pay ten dollars a month; you pay three ninety nine a month for that. Okay. Still not bad. And if you got twenty gigabytes worth of iPhone photos, you've got a problem. But of course, this it, it's it's just using your iCloud storage, so this is also room for backups and and stuff like right. that. Um, but it's, just, it's still a big backup. They're gonna have up yeah, to one big, terabyte. Big yeah, backup. I did. 
Um, they're going to have up to one terabyte plans. They haven't announced the pricing for those, but if 200 gigs is three ninety nine, I can't imagine one terabyte is going to be what nine ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine or something like that. I'm on. right. Um, so the other, so there's some other cool stuff. Um, there's going to be smart editing in the photos app. I think they're doing away with the iPhoto app and they're just going to have everything in the photos app, which will make things simpler. Oh yes. Um, it will. yeah, it'll make things very simple. Um, there's a new time-lapse mode that they haven't really talked about a whole lot, but that's going to be in there. But the cool thing about this is it's basically just going to like simplify photo stream syncing. So right now my wife and I, we share an Apple ID for our photos, which we'll talk more about that in a minute, but everything we take, every photo we take on our phones goes into photo stream. Uh And then I have iPhoto on my computer running all the time so that everything we take syncs to the computer so that I don't take a chance of losing anything. Mm. So everything that we take man. on our phones is saved on the computer. Yeah, that's what happens with mine, because mine ends up yeah. saving in the photo stream, I guess. I don't know how that works, but I have, I mean, I can look up in iPhoto on my Mac and see my photo stream every month for the last, yeah, for the last like, exactly. last like year and a half or whatever. And so even though they're not on my phone anymore, it's synced back to my, uh, it's synced back to my computer so that I can still, I still have them there. Exactly. And the cool thing about it is it's going to be completely accessible all the time. You don't have to worry about how many you've got in photo stream. That thousand picture 30 day limit is going to be gone. Uh, And they're going to I think they're going to do away with iPhoto on the Mac and then replacing it with this new photos app that's going to sync seamlessly with the iOS 8 photos app. So everything you don't have to worry about has it synced up to my Mac. It'll just be on iCloud and you can pull it down whenever you need it. Huh. So uh that's really cool. Yes, it is. And let's see, uh bah, bah, bah. okay. Now this is a big deal, especially for for your family, for my family. This is a big deal. Family sharing. Okay. Until now, Apple basically siloed everybody in their own little uh um Apple ID. So I've got my Apple ID. My wife has her Apple ID, but she can't buy music on it or movies on it or anything else because if she does, then we won't be able to access it on my ID. So all the apps and music and movies and everything she buys is on mine. And then she has her Apple ID that's signed into like um, a game center and stuff like that. Hmm. Well, starting with iOS 8, you're going to be able to link a family up to six Apple IDs together. They have to share one credit card, but you can link them together so she can sign into her phone with her Apple ID and not have mine on it at all. And she can still access everything she needs to access reminders, um, all the purchases I've made. So when you buy it, when you buy an app, she can access that. She can access it. She can download wow. any music I buy. That is going to solve a lot of problems for a lot of people. It's going to solve so many problems. You can set up remind. Like that was another thing was reminders. Um, we had to set up her on my Apple ID within reminders because if we set up her on hers, then we wouldn't able to be able to share lists. So, and the solution to that was not great. And we ended up just getting rid of reminders and using a, a different program, but it's going to simplify that calendars can be shared. Location can be shared. Um, your, uh, your photos can be shared seamlessly. Wow. It's going to be really good. And then for people who have kids, if your kid has their own Apple ID and they try to buy something, you get a pop up on your device and you can approve it or say no. 
Huh. And it works for apps, music, in-app purchases, movies, anything your kid tries to buy on your credit card, you have to approve it. This is a revelation. It's amazing. Apple has finally figured out that we live in families. Right. We're, we're not all single people that have one Apple ID. And so. uh, again, trying to ingrain you even more into Apple technology without, very without much having so. new technology to uh, address or announce. Yeah. Um, very much trying to keep you within Apple, which uh, I think is smart. It is. It is smart. You're exactly right. So then um, a couple other things on iOS before we get into the other stuff. Um, app extensions are coming and that's, there's two parts of that. There's going to be, you can have widgets and notification center. So like you can pull down notification center and see sports scores from sports center or, uh, pull down notification center and do a quick tweet. Um, like you used to be able to do, um, stuff like that. So that's cool. But the other cool thing is there, uh, with extensions, people will be able to add app actions into the share menu. So now like if you're on a web page and you hit the share menu and it says, like email this message it do whatever other apps can add their own things to it. So the, the biggest example I can think of is let's say you're on your phone, Mr. Fish, you're on your information telephone and you've in Safari and you want to save something to your Instapaper account. How do you do it? Uh, I don't because I haven't used Instapaper in a while. I'm sorry. Well, I end up now just, I mean, not to get off on a tangent, but I'll just, uh, <laughs> why that's what we do. <laughs> I, I just end up favoriting them in Twitter and then I just, you know, look at it later, I guess. Yeah. But well, not that I don't, I mean, used to Instant be. paper is, is very, very nice, but I don't end up doing a lot of it anymore. Uh, like I used to. Well, it used to be that you, in order to do that, you would have to install a bookmarklet like in the top bar and click on that and it would save it in Safari to your Instapaper account. Right. The read, read was, later. Yeah. yeah the yeah. read later bookmark. That was a pain. Which is a, that was a pain. It's an incredible pain because you can't, I, uh, iOS won't let you save JavaScript that way and it won't let you drag a book. It, it was just a giant pain. You had to go through all these steps to get it in there or you had to do it in Safari on the desktop and sync your bookmarks. It was just a giant pain. Well, now Instapaper will be able to add itself to your share menu. So you hit share and it'll have a little Instapaper icon and it can say read later and you just hit that. Boom. You don't have to install a bookmarklet. You don't have to do anything. And all kinds of apps are going to be able to do that. One example they gave is Bing Translate, where if you have Bing installed on your phone, you can be on a, a web page in mobile Safari that's in a different language and you hit Bing Translate in the share menu and it'll translate it for you right there. Wow. It's amazing. So that's going to be really big, the app extensions. Um, and I really can't wait to see what people do with that. Um, and then finally, uh, I already said it's coming out in the fall and it's going to be free, but it's going to be for 4S and above on the phone side and iPad 2 and above on the iPad side. So if you have older devices than that, you're out of luck. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I got a couple of things on the uh, the the Mac side and then a couple of dev things and then we can wrap this bad boy up. All right. Give me, hit me right. with your best shot. So the new OS 10, the new OS X is going to be called Yosemite and it has some really cool, uh, desktops. It's really cool. Um, basically it's, there's updates to the design and the interface. There's uh, like we talked about before, a lot of connectivity to iOS with the, um, continuity and the handoff stuff. Um, one cool thing is they're up, they're upgrading spotlight. 
So you can hit Spotlight and you can actually launch apps from it. You can look up stuff on Wikipedia. You can look up stuff on Google or they're also adding in default uh, DuckDuckGo. I don't know if you use that, but it's a different search engine that doesn't track you. I, I enjoy um, DuckDuckGo. Duck, duck, I use it for everything now. So so um, now they'll let you make that be your default search engine? You can be that. You, you can make that your default system-wide on your Mac and on your iPhone hmm. starting this fall. So, but yeah, Spotlight is go, is basically becoming a, an app launcher. And it's, uh, if you've ever used an app like uh, Quicksilver or Alfred, it's it's going to be a lot like that. Um, then we got some improvements to messages. Um, you can do all the stuff that you did, that you did do on the iPhone side, like mute and leave messages and stuff like that. But um, the, here's another cool thing. If your iPhone is near, and according to what they were saying in one of the talks, I can't remember which one, your iPhone just needs to be like in the proximity, like in the same house. Um, you can send and receive any SMS message that your phone can receive. And so like your phone will receive a message and it will populate in your messages app on your desktop. So even if somebody doesn't have an iPhone and they send you a message, like my mother-in-law uses an Android phone. She sends me messages. I only get them on my phone. I don't get them on my iPad or my Mac. Uh-huh. Well, now I'll get them everywhere because my phone will like send them to my Mac. Huh. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, it's really cool. And because it can do that, it can also do this other feature where you can make and receive calls on your Mac, which is kind of cool. So like you can make a call and you can use your, your blue Yeti microphone to sound super sexy on a phone call huh i mean yeah. so different than facetime yeah different than facetime because it's for anybody that calls your phone so it doesn't have to be, it's not over facetime it's actually over the phone network interesting and then it, it creates a little ad hoc network and sends it to your to your mac of course you can turn that off too if you want if you don't want to see it but uh, so that's cool um and this is also coming out in the fall it's also going to be free there is an OS 10 beta program and we've said it before on the podcast and I said it in the thing I wrote about it. Don't bother with it. Just wait for the fall. Yeah, but so I, this isn't different than because this seems like it's something that the the company is actually saying that not, you know, that you could sign up for as a non-developer. It's not just something yeah. specifically for developers. Yeah, but it's still a beta and it's still an OS beta. I would be really cautious. Especially if you rely on your, like, I, like I've got programs on here, like, you know, we talked about audio hijack pro and the stuff I use to edit and stuff like that, that I don't know for sure is going to work exactly right on a beta. So I'm not going to do it. So it's not just, you know, well, it might reformat your hard drive. Like you got to think about what programs you're running. Are they going to be able to run on the new operating system right off the gate? And or, so. and or, uh, going to get completely royally screwed. Right. When you exactly. try to, to run those together. Yeah. So just be very cautious. Um, so then real quick, we'll run through a couple of developer stuff and then we'll then we'll call it a day. Cool, man. Um, they announced a bunch of new technologies, mostly for iOS. Uh, they're called Sprite Kit, Scene Kit. Those are for games. Cloud Kit is uh, going to enable um, developers to use the cloud storage more effectively. It looks really cool. Um, and then they've got health kit coming that they don't have any hardware for it. Apple specific hardware for it, but there's probably something coming later this year. Uh, it's going to like track your, how fat you are and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're updating Xcode six, the developer suite. So, um, uh, to make it better for developers to, you know, use all these new technologies. 
and they debuted a new programming language, the Swift programming language that looks really, really cool. And most people aren't going to care about it, but long story short, it's going to enable people to make better apps. So, um, it helps, um, pe- helps developers talk to the people. It's like the middleman yeah, because I'm a people person, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I fax it or my secretary <laughs> takes it down there. Um, so yeah, OS X and iOS will be out this fall, probably with new, uh, I don't, I'm sure there'll probably be a new iPad, but there'll definitely be a new iPhone. And I'm hearing that there will be some sort of wearable device in October. So we'll find some out what that is. Some sort of wearable device? Some sort of wearable device. Uh, let, I mean, just for anything like a watch or just like an activity tracker? We don't really know. Huh. I mean, it could be a chastity belt for all I know. Wow. You might you might want to get in early on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not not too many years away. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. And I'm, I'm always keeping you uh, forward thinking. Yep. You know, yeah. Yeah. You are. The next ten years. So, um, I got a bunch of links in um in the show notes about new iOS stuff and 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 Mac stuff. So, check all that stuff out. Some really good articles and stuff. So. So. What's the next? So we got done with the developers. The developers are happy. They can go back to their basements. The developers are very happy. Happy in a way that developers haven't been happy in several years. Okay, so they're like wearing the Pharrell hat and jumping around. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what's What's next on the horizon? It's you know you obviously talked about an iPhone announcement. Did they yeah. have a name for what they talk about that at in September? Um, there will probably be, if I had to guess, there will probably be an iPhone specific presentation sometime, maybe like early September, mid September. And then there will probably be some other sort of hardware announcement for whatever this wearable thing is and maybe new iPads and there will, I I don't know what else they would do, but um, there'll there'll be at least two presentations this fall. I, I can almost guarantee that. So okay, cool. And you know what next week is? Next week is next week is E three. Yes, it is E three, isn't the it? Electronic Entertainment Expo. Yes, uh, I thought you were talking about my trip to Disney World, but um, <laughs> no, it is no. it is going to be an exciting time where we see a lot of very very cool games that are being delayed to twenty fifteen, and some that yes. will actually hopefully be released this year. <gasps> so. A game that's shipping. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have uh, thought? Some very, very interesting, uh, uh, op- uh, you know, options or uh, games that we would like to explore and play. And uh, so uh, I'm excited to see some of these. You know, obviously, a lot of companies save some really cool trailers and information for this week. And uh, so this is uh, this is where it all counts. Yeah, very much so. so. Maybe we can talk a little bit about that uh, when you get back. And yeah. Sounds good. We will, we will probably, let's see, I'm, uh, next week I'm preparing to leave, and then the week after that I'll be in Disney World. So uh, probably the week after that we will. So you're there a whole week? We'll, yeah, we're there a whole week, Saturday to Saturday. What uh, what Disney uh, site are you staying at this time? We are staying at the Art of Animation oh, excellent. Resort. So you stayed yes. at the All-Star All-Stars stayed at last time? All-Star Movies last time, I believe. Okay, now you're at Art of Animation. Yeah, we're working our way out. We might be at Caribbean Beach within a few years. You gotta be like a Disney Platinum member or something. No, I'm not. You can join the Vacation Club. That's true, you can. Yeah, it's incredibly expensive. There you go. 
So, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. So, have you got a pick for me? I don't. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> well, they put picks on the agenda that you don't have a pick. I did put picks on the agenda, and I wrote up all my notes today, and I was like, shit, I can't think of anything. Oh, well. All right. Well, I have one. Okay. Uh, to get, it's not going to be able, you're not going to be able to do anything with it for a month, but okay. I want to get it on your calendar and our listeners' calendars. It's actually a comic book, uh-huh. and it's a free comic book. Okay. Uh, did you know that this year is the 75th anniversary of The Dark Knight with DC Comics? With ba- yes, of, it of is. Batman. And they are celebrating this uh, with a free issue uh-huh. on uh, July 23rd, a.k.a. Batman Day. So I hope that's in your, your calendar there. Of course it is. Uh, DC Comics will give away copies of Detective Comics issue 27. No, oh. not the actual 1939 comic. That <laughs> I was going to say, that, that's worth a lot of money. They introduce readers to Batman, but a retelling of that original story. Cool. So in a new special edition, mega-sized new, new 52 issue... Uh, oh, it's part of the new 52. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, look at you spouting off that stuff. So, uh, so I highly recommend <laughs> that. I'm assuming, I guess it's going to be available in like a DC app or something, maybe. I would imagine so. Or is it in Comicsology, mm. or is that just Marvel? I don't even. Uh, I don't know. No, they ha- they have they have some DC in there too. Okay. Um, of course, Comicsology. We didn't we didn't talk about Comicsology. Got bought by Amazon. Mm. And Amazon is screwing it up. So. Um, Apparently, Amazon is yeah. in the midst of a lot of shit right now with publishers and some book stuff they I was are. reading in Entertainment Weekly about how authors are really pissed at them. Like this one dude, uh, the guy that wrote the books. Have you ever seen the movie The Bone Collector with uh, I think I Denzel did. Washington and Angelina Jolie? I'm pretty sure I saw that. Yeah. So he wrote that book, and so he apparently he has like a new book out, and then he's was pissed off at Amazon because on. His page on Amazon, I guess, Amazon was advertising, having banner ads for, like, competing books at at lower prices. And Amazon's like, what? It's, you know, we're just putting stuff out there that the people want and recommending stuff. And he's like, whatever. I don't believe you. That's bullshit. So there's a whole big legal thing. I guess, you know, once you get that big, you know, you're not immune to to, uh, people and their disdain for you. Yeah. So, what are you going to do? That's my pick. So, July July pick. 23rd. So, we will maybe look... Go get a free comic. Get a free comic somewhere. I don't know where. Maybe we can we can do a dramatic reenactment of it here on the, on the of show. Of the issue 52? Yeah. Excellent. That would yeah, be fun. Let's do it. Everybody would love that. So, on page three, top left <laughs> box... <laughs> Kaboom! Says, pow! Bam! Bang. Pow! <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, that's our show. Yeah, it is. In its, in its entirety. Yeah, and uh, start, thank you, Skype, for effing everything up. Yeah, start to finish, uh, it was a real It was a real jaunt. It was a jaunt, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was an enjoyable, it was an enjoyable experience. Uh, and I know you were just eking to, to discuss some WWDC, so I wanted to give you the outlet to do that. It was. I very much was. So there you go. So enjoy. I'm very happy. And uh, enjoy your time at the, the wonderful, uh, most magical place on Earth. It is the most magical place on earth. Uh, you will spend a lot of money. Yes, I will. Uh, but you will enjoy yourself. Uh, ple- are you going to go to Magic Kingdom? Uh, you cut out what? Uh, are you going to go to Magic Kingdom? Of course we're going to go to Magic Kingdom. Can you please ride the new uh, 
the dwarfs ride the, the seven dwarfs mine yeah, train it's at the top of our list they were ugh, they were building that when i was there last year and yeah uh, so they, they had they had kind of just started last time we were there that was two years ago but um yep. yeah we that's the top of our list excellent we are actually a week from today we're driving down we're gonna get there about five or six we're gonna get some dinner and we're gonna go to the park wow look at you do you have like yeah. park hopper or like seven day <laughs> We've got eight day park Good hopper Lord, for wow. our seven day trip. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> so are you on like an every two year thing with It with looks Disney? like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Maybe maybe in two years we'll go. Yeah, we should. That'd be fun. I I'd be in I'd be up for it. We definitely should. Let's do it. And we'll do a live podcast. Excellent. Tonight. I like it. From Magic Kingdom. From Magic Kingdom. We'll carry the mics into the park. Exactly. They'll let us. They'll give us We'll do it. We'll do it in the in the Mad Tea Party. Where's that at? The teacups. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, or we could do it on the People Mover. Oh, we could do it on the People Mover. Interesting. Yeah, I, which I, I enjoyed the. Sadly, uh, go ahead. I, I got some sad news for anybody that's going to be at at Disney World this this coming week that we're going to be there. Uh, the People Mover's down for maintenance. What? Yeah, People Mover and the Astro Orbiter both down for maintenance. I think what they're doing is they're doing something with the Astro Orbiter. And so because the people mover is like right underneath it, they have to shut that down too. Damn. Yeah. So, 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 uh, everybody is so excited about this news. It's <laughs> talking about Disney world. Hey man, it's, it's tell you it's the most wonderful so, place on earth. So you're going to yeah. be good. So you're going to hit, you know what we ought to do? What do we ought to we do? We ought to coordinate our two years from now, Disney trip with friend of the show, Beth doing the Disney marathon. We should that she actually does. Yeah. She do the goofy challenge. I hope she does. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it is goofy. It'll be kind of cold, though. I guess not in Florida. It's all a relative, right? It's January there, I think, when they do the Disney marathon, or the princess half is in January. I have no idea. I don't run. You should. I, I know I should. That's not the question. <laughs> it's, is, it, I'm, is it I'm going to run? Yeah, I'm, I no, definitely no, should. Run. There's no question that I should. Oh, jeez. All right. Get out of here, uh, buddy. Yeah, man. This is the podcast. It is over. Stop listening. Follow us on Twitter. Especially, I'm sure you'll have some good stuff from the from the Disney World. Oh, uh, definitely. I expect, it. I expect some, some... I've uh, got LTE now, so I can tweet from the park. Oh, look at you. There you go. Oh, wait, wait. They got free Wi-Fi everywhere now at Disney World. Throughout. The, that's right. Throughout the park. Throughout the park, resorts, everywhere. There you go. And you're going to get like a cool bracelet, right? Yeah, we already got our magic bands. Wow, you got your magic bands. Yeah, mine's orange. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Uh, so have fun and uh, yeah, man. keep us uh, abreast of your uh, <laughs> travels. Will do. Excellent. 